I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. If you have someone you know you need to detach from and really start the process of letting them go, I am speaking directly to you in this podcast. Whether it was a long-term partner, a husband, someone you lived with, were engaged to, dated for a few months, or maybe just one date, I don't care if you just FaceTimed a guy a few times on Hinge, but you felt this huge spark and just sense of being seen, whoever or however long you're with them for, if they're taking up space and you know you need to detach, this is for you. And also, quick side note here, in this podcast and in this episode, I talk about women and I refer to men a lot of times when I talk about dating and relationships. And this is a podcast for everyone. I'm just speaking from a lot of my personal experiences and some of my girlfriend's personal experiences. So please know everyone is welcome here. And so I'm going to share the three steps that I'm taking to let go myself. I'm on this journey with you and letting go really is a process. And if you want to take it seriously, I encourage you to take all the things that I'm going to share today and bring them back to your journal into meditation. Talk about it with a friend or if you're lucky enough to have a therapist that you really, really like, take this there. Take it on a walk, pause and sit with this information because it's deep. It's not just a process of, oh, I'm ready to let go now and detach. I've learned from she's too much. This is going to be something that you're probably going to be practicing forever. But if you do, I promise you, you will feel so much more free, so much more at peace and just lighter because you have more space when you really can learn how to detach from people that are no longer serving your highest good or no longer a character in your life anymore. So you may be wondering what sparked this episode, and you may also be hearing if you're listening for some time. I'm a little bit nervous about it because it's it's raw. It's real. I am in the process of letting someone go. And as a lot of you know, I have been single for about a year. I'm actually recording a podcast episode on it next week about how I really made this year the best year of my life after my fiance and I separated a year ago this week. And definitely tune into that episode. But one of the things that I didn't talk about as I was writing that out is how being single has really made me practice non-attachment as I'm dating and as I'm having, let's just call them love affairs. And recently I had someone I was dating share with me that he no longer wanted to see me and he didn't want to be in the middle of experiencing the love and the care and the affection and the desire that I had or and have whatever to be with him but also my desire to be single right now 
and I'm hurting from it. And I really wasn't ready to let him go, but I also really wasn't ready to let him fully in because I don't think, for me at least right now, love is just about love. It's also about timing, and I know I need more time. So maybe someone's going to hear this and say, like, no, when it's the right one, it doesn't matter. And then he may not be the right one. And I don't know. Maybe that's true. I just know for me that it wasn't the right time. Um, There's distance and there's, you know, just lessons that I need in my singledom that I haven't learned yet. And I can feel that in my soul that I need more time. And as I move through this emotional process of letting him go and from detaching, I've been reflecting on it, and I really want to share it with you. So first step, first lesson around detachment is getting really clear and specific about what is hurting you from this person leaving, from letting go. So usually when it comes to processing our feelings, it will end at, I just really miss him. But there's so much more than that. And the so much more really needs to be seen in order to be like let go of. How do we know what we're letting go of if we don't even know what's really, truly hurting us and sitting down and being really honest about that? And in order to let go, you need to understand exactly what you're letting go of and why the idea of letting those things go are making you so upset, why you're holding on, why you're attaching to these thoughts, to these memories, to these projections, keeping them so tight and causing you pain, anxiety, worry, etc. So usually where we end is, as I said, oh, I'm just going to miss this other person. And yeah, of course, you're going to miss them. I'm going to miss this man, talking to him, touching him, all of it. And I really want to encourage you first to allow yourself to feel all of that. Even if it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, I want to allow, I want you to give your pers- yourself permission to treat it like it's the biggest deal in the world. I don't care if you dated this person for five minutes or literally if you never even had a title or you never even met them in person, but you had some type of spark with them. Dig into the feelings of it without judgment, without saying like, oh, this is crazy. We weren't even dating or we weren't even dating for a year. We weren't even married, whatever. If a friend called you and she was in tears because this guy, you know, ghosted her, said, I don't want to be with you anymore. You wouldn't say like, oh, that's crazy. Like you guys were barely dating. You would hug her. You would tend to her. You would allow her to take up space. You would listen to her. And that's what you need to do for yourself because feelings and love, they have no justification. They have no timeline. So feel it, feel the hurt of not having this person in your life anymore. But also, it's really, really, really important to not only feel the hurt of this person going and not being there anymore, but also feel the loss of what could have been, which is sometimes the hardest part. So the could have been is all of the plans, all of the fantasies, all of the stories and the dreams that you made up about the potential of this relationship, the safety and the security that that potential brought you, all of the good times that you could really see and really feel as if it were the reality that you don't have anymore. So really give yourself a moment right now to grieve this, uh, I think Brene Brown or somebody refers to it as like ambiguous grief of all of the moments that you're not going to have anymore. Sit with those memories that haven't happened yet that we call our dreams 
and know that the potential of this relationship is probably going to come up and rear its head and you know spark some emotions just as much as the memories that you guys had together are going to and know that detachment from reliving those memories or from creating all of those new memories that you really felt in your heart and you felt like were supposed to happen detaching from them is not just a one-time destination it's a practice and in the beginning the beginning stages of letting someone go it can be a daily, sometimes even a moment-to-moment practice, like every single time you look at your phone and don't see their name on there anymore. And even though it hurts, please allow yourself to miss them, to feel all of it, to write about it. And wrapping up this first step or lesson or acknowledgement is one of my favorite, favorite lines from Eat, Pray, Love, where she's talking about how much she's going to miss her husband and they're getting divorced. And so her friend says to her, so love him. And she says, but I miss him. And he says, so miss him. Send him love and light every time you think about him. Then drop it. Someone once told me that on the other side of grief is love. And on the other side of love is grief. And the pathway often to love is to really feel that grief of what it means to let someone go. So feel it long enough. And then I promise you, you will end up in love. You will end up in gratitude. And those emotions, way easier to work with, way more supportive for your life and for the new story that you're writing for yourself. So second step of letting go is acknowledging all of the ways that you were expanded in this relationship. If you're struggling to let someone go, there is a part of you that believes that if you detach from this person completely, you will also detach from the qualities within yourself that was illuminated by being with this person. So example here, with this last relationship that I'm in the process of trying to let go of, can I call it a relationship? I don't know. I I think it was a relationship. It was. It was a beautiful relationship. So I never have felt so comfortable in my body before. I've never felt so beautiful in my body before. I never felt so free and so present and also so powerful in my sensuality. And I also really felt appreciated for the way that I articulate the things that I see in the world. So he was actually the first person that ever said to me, you really need a podcast. The way that you say things, you say it in a way that I never heard before and in a way that makes me really, really want to listen. And so as I'm losing this person, there's, of course, this scared little part of me the little girl in me that thinks like, oh my God, you're never going to have that again. Oh my gosh, this was so rare. Oh my gosh, change your plans. Go against your intuition of needing to be alone and go for this. Keep it, save it. Because if you lose him, you're also going to lose that power, that sense of beauty, that belief in yourself that you do actually have a voice that people want to listen to. And I know that's not true because I know that before I met this person, I had beliefs of I may never feel like these girls talk about sexually and sensually. I may never feel that seen by a man. And then look what happened. And so instead of looking at it from the lens of, oh, wow, I may never have that again, realize that if you had it, that means it's real. That means that the energy that you are operating on, the frequency that you are operating in, the magnetism that you have right now called in this wonderful person, or at least parts of this wonderful person that 
is going to make you miss them. That is making it hard to let go of them. But remember, those qualities that they shine, that they shine to spotlight on in you, they were in you. You have those. Those will never go anywhere. They will only shine brighter and brighter and brighter. And if this person is not meant to be in your life anymore, that means that those qualities are going to get even brighter and brighter and brighter because your future, it only gets brighter, only goes up. My friend Sky, she says this every year she turns uh, an older age. It just gets better and better. And that's my belief. Like that is my philosophy that I will shine brighter every single day, every single year I'm on this planet. I will feel more beautiful. I will be more wise. I will make better decisions. I will attract a more loving, more generous, more compassionate, more fun, more passionate community around me. And that's really a belief that I want to pass on to you. So if you're scared that you're going to lose some of those qualities that this person really helped to activate in you, remember, they didn't give them to you. They just shined a light on them and you get to shine that light even brighter, whether or not they're in your life or not. So the third step to detaching and beginning the process of letting go is celebrating the space that you have now and making decisions that align with the version of you who knows that something amazing is waiting, just waiting, standing on the edge to fill that space. So when I recently got out of my last long-term relationship, I went on a super whim to Mexico <laughs> on a leadership retreat. I didn't know anybody. It was a very it was a very brave decision. And one of my intentions there was to really begin the process of letting him go. And so I remember I was sitting on this huge piece of driftwood looking at the ocean. And I was like, okay, I have to let him go. I have to let him go. I need to really close this chapter of my life and start my new story. And it occurred to me, you don't just decide to let someone go one day that you had these huge feelings for. You slowly become the person that no longer attaches to that person because you are no longer that person anymore. You're someone wiser. You're someone with higher standards. You're someone with a life that is so much more full and so much more true to you that you don't even have the space to energetically worry or be concerned with that person and their story and their impact on you. You let go of it because you are someone new. You don't even identify with that person who was so wrapped up and so attached to this person that you had a hard time letting go of. And so I know that that can be hard to see if you're right here in the thick of it because the person that you are right now listening to this may say, well, I am attached. <laughs> I am still this person. And you get to now make decisions from the future version of you. Tiny, small ones every single day. The decision to go give someone your phone number. The decision to go to a party that you don't know anybody um, and just, you know, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm winging it here, but you have an acquaintance with and, you know, you tell them I'm looking to make more friends or looking to put themselves out there and you just go or you go out to dinner by yourself one day or you book the trip or you um, go on a, a retreat like I did. You make these decisions from the bravest, bravest part of you and slowly you become the person that doesn't even have to think about letting that person go. It just happens with time because you're someone new. I promise you it will happen. It'll happen without you even trying. 
as long as you continue to just choose fun, make those small, tiny, brave decisions to put yourself out there. And when I was in Mexico, like, I need to let this person go. I need to let them go. That was October. It's now August. And I can tell you that I am at a place where I have absolutely no attachment to my ex at all because I have raised my standards so much higher and I have called in so many more beautiful experiences into my life that there's no reason for me to attach. I'm not holding on to anything because I realized that I had everything all along. He didn't give me anything. I gave to myself. I brought those loving parts of myself, right? He was there and he helped illuminate really lovely parts of me and parts of my soul and my, you know, my passions and my experience. And I I give him so much love and respect and gratitude and credit for that. And I did that. And when he left and I detached from that, I was still me. And I got to make decisions now totally with me as a priority. And there is some excitement and there's some freedom in that. And so I also really want to encourage you to focus on the tiny little glimpses of the excitement that you have about all of this space that you will have when you really start to detach from someone. And I know that you felt little glimpses of that, that little piece of freedom of, oh, wow, if I'm not worried about this person anymore, imagine if you just didn't wake up and worry about them. If they weren't in all of your thoughts, if you weren't constantly checking your phone, imagine the space for all of that, all of that freedom. And there's a part of you I know that is excited about that space that you get to claim. And I believe that really we only have so much space, so much capacity for people and for experiences and for ideas and for emotions and for creative projects. And if someone was in your life and for whatever reason, they walked out of it or you walked out of it and they're no longer there, you know that they shouldn't be there anymore, you now will have more brain and more heart space for that magic to flow in. And so every time you're faced with the hurt of letting this person go, I want you to just put your hand on your heart and say, thank you. Thank you for this space. Thank you for this space that you're creating for love, for abundance, for money, for magic, for laughter, for new friends, for new lovers, for new experiences, for new memories, for new parts of me and my soul to be illuminated with all of this space. Thank you for this space. Even if you don't believe it yet, have gratitude because the universe is clearing this person out and clearing out this baggage for a very important reason. I promise you'll see it soon enough. And before you know, that space is going to be filled with joy and love and creative projects and All of that is very exciting. I also want to acknowledge that the space could be really scary, especially if you have had a habit of pouring all of your energy into someone, which happens because now you need to focus solely on your own life and solely on your own dreams. So for example, I really feel a call to go to South America for the winter. I'm currently based in New York and Um, I have the incredible blessing of being able to work remote and I would love to spend the winter somewhere. And as things were getting, my feelings were growing for this man, I was thinking, okay, well, maybe I should go back to California and I should do this. Although my intuition was like, no, like this this is your year. This is really sacred time for you. You have lessons to learn here. And the thought of being with this man kind of let me off the hook in a way of not having to do the hard work and the risks and take the brave action that I will need to to pursue these dreams of traveling. 
And instead of being scared, though, about, wow, now I really just have to focus on me, I get to be excited because I really do have the space to go after them. And it's really like the ultimate bittersweet feeling. And I really just choose to focus and practice on the sweet side of it after I felt those bitter feelings, obviously. So have some faith, allow time to work its magic and show you what is meant to fill that space all along. I promise it's going to be something really, really good. So here we are practicing letting go together. A little recap. First, you gotta feel it all. It's really hard to let go of something you're not even clear what you're letting go of. Second, acknowledge all of the ways that you were expanded in this relationship and know that just because they're leaving doesn't mean that those parts of you are going to leave with them that you love so much. You have them. They do not hold them. And then third is celebrating the space that you have now and make those decisions. Take that brave action that aligns with that version of you that knows that there is something better waiting for you. And while I wish that I could say, oh yeah, use these three steps and you're never going to attach again and you're just going to do this and journal about it and be completely detached, I know that's complete bullshit because we're human and we have hopes and we're, we have dreams and it's hard not to attach. But I will say that everything I've covered today is, are things that I'm living actively and things that I've done and practicing non-attachment in every sense has been hands down the most powerful, transformative practice of my life, whether it's dating or it's with a client or a job opportunity, practicing non-attachment and letting go moment to moment, day by day has really helped me value and appreciate the present moment so much more and give so much gratitude to the moments where I feel really happy because really there is so little we can control in this life. And every day I remind myself that even when I get into a relationship, that relationship is not guaranteed. I don't own anyone. They can fall out of love with me from one day to the next. God forbid they could die. Like this is a reality. Money. I can make all the money in the world and then my family member could be in need or I make one really bad investment. There goes all that money. We don't really own anything other than our own heart. And all of the things that I'm sharing with you on this podcast, at the end of the day, it is to hopefully have you explore and get to know your own heart, your own desires a little bit more and with a little bit less judgment. And I have no idea what's going to happen in the future. All I can do is be so grateful for the moments that I have, that I've had with the people that I love, that I'm having with you right now, because nothing is guaranteed to be here forever. It's all going to change. That's the only guarantee is that nothing will stay the same. And I'm going to leave you with a little journal prompt that when I actually felt this relationship, uh, probably knew I should have been letting go of it months ago. Uh, this was, I don't know, probably four months ago or so. I wrote this and I think it sums up truly how I feel about the process of letting go. I feel I'm pulling back because I'm leaving. He probably wants to begin to put his head in a different direction and I don't blame him. I know he's happy for me, I really do, is genuine expression for this time of life that I'm in and my ability to travel and be free. It's something he supports. I feel like I may have loved him, and I also know I'm losing him, but it's okay, I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay because I trust. 
I'm just going to miss these moments and I'm going to deeply cherish them. Oh, I'm grieving all the moments we're not going to have, all the pleasure, all the laughs. Damn, being happy is the saddest thing in the world because you know it's temporary. You know the moments can't last forever because life doesn't last forever. But that's also what makes it so fucking sweet. Maybe this chapter for him and I is over, but my God, did it heal me. I think it healed lineages of women before me. It changed me. It woke me up to my power. Thank you, God, for putting him on my path. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to feel as loved and as beautiful as I do right now. So go give some gratitude and give some love to the people, to the versions of you that you're letting go of. Celebrate all the space that you're making. I promise you it'll be filled with more magic and more miracles than you can even imagine. If you're loving this podcast, take a minute to review it on Apple Podcasts so that more people can hear it and experience hopefully what you're experiencing right now. And reach out to me on Instagram. I have never loved something as much as I've loved talking to you and the people who are reaching out on Instagram to say that the podcast means something to you. And I'm doing it because I care and it's fun and and it really just has been so fulfilling. So reach out. It's not weird. Um, We do have a Reiki retreat coming up. And by we, I mean myself and um, I guess my spiritual support team who will be co-creating and co-facilitating it with me. So if you are interested in in in-person connection and learning about Reiki, which ultimately is just learning to channel love, love through you, and also activating your psychic and your intuitive gifts, please reach out. Go to samanthabove.com forward slash, I think it's Reiki retreat or forward slash Reiki. I should know this. And you know how to get in touch with me at samantha.bove on Instagram. Um, If you are looking for weekend plans to strengthen your intuition that are also really fun and don't involve shopping or drinking, Go to samanthabove.com forward slash intuition for a free guide on some things you can do this weekend to um, strengthen your intuition, which is ultimately what She's Too Much is all about. Trusting yourself more, tapping into your true, true, true deep intuition and knowing that you know exactly what is best for you. Sending lots of love until next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.